Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. In this episode, I'll be interviewing Justin Edwards. Actor, writer, aromatherapist, lifeguard, cougar, jester, maverick, iceman, goose. Justin Edwards... Welcome to Inside the Comedian. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and to welcome you inside me, David. Well, I've been wanting to be inside you for quite some time. And um, ever since I thought of this uh, show, in fact. Mm. So thank you very much for coming on to the programme and allowing me to be inside you in front of so Um, many people. I just just hope there's enough room, David. (laughs) Yes, well, well, hopefully. We'll find out. We'll find out. I'm very giving. Uh, (laughs) And I'm very receiving. Um, now, all of us here are intimately acquainted with your incredible career. Oh, well. Uh, from your early sketch and character comedy shows. Oh, yes. Uh, through your television appearances. Ah, yes. Right up to your emerging career as a tall yet sleepy man in films. Yes. Thank <laughs> what are you working on at the moment, Justin? Anything, anything in the pipeline, as they say? Uh, yes, I'm starting a small fringe, uh, fringe theatre piece. Ah, a yes. one-man show, is it? Yes, I think it is, yes. I think it's going to be. It, it sort of looks that way. A lot of the, a lot of the other people involved are... Um, Leaving? Yes. <laughs> they're, they're, in a way, they're not up to it, or they're not willing, or, or as it turns out, available. So I think it might be a one-man, a, yeah. a one-man piece. Yes. Right. Have you, have you booked a venue for that? Is that all the... Yeah, sort of, yes. Right. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to be trying it out in a variety of, sort of intimate fringe spaces before possibly taking it to um, the Edinburgh Festival. Not to actually do it up there, but just... No, of course, of course, just take take all the props and costumes with you. I'll take everything with me, because then I won't feel, you know, I can sit on the train and talk to everyone else and won't feel so left out, but... um, And that is the main purpose of doing the Edinburgh Festival. Pretty much, yes. To be seen to be on the train. On the train there, (laughs) and then, crucially, be on the train back looking tired. Mm. Yes. I think if you do that, that's sort of, that's it. Preferably with, with the mark of some kind of award... Uh, lodged in your cheek, like you've slept on one. Yeah, like slept badly on a train. I mean, that's quite easy to fake. Very easy, because these awards are invariably just sort of rectangles of perspex, aren't they? I mean, they're incredibly cheap these days. Yes, yes, uh, all of mine are. Yes. <laughs> yes. I imagine mine will be. Yeah. Um, Wikipedia tells me that you were born in Southampton. Yes, um, that's right, yes. Of all places, why there? Well, I think... <laughs> I was I was drawn to Southampton as a as a choice of birth because 
it's a, it's a, well, it's not a coastal city. There's a, there's a great big port there. And I've always felt a, a huge affinity with dockers. <laughs> Interesting. My, well, my, uh, as you can tell from my, my natural... Swarthiness. Swarthiness and my, my rhythm and mode of speech. I'm never happier than when amongst dockers. <laughs> and that would presumably explain all the tattoos. Yes, I'm absolutely... I mean, I won't, I'm, I'm wearing a rather... And actually, it's too hot, actually, what I'm wearing, but I'm not going to take it off now, because the whole, these, the sleeves that go down here oh, yes. and down here, and, and they stop literally there. Well, this arm is actually tattooed as, as a grey fleece. And when you do... <laughs> when I, so when I unravel that one, it's, it's like a trompe l'oeil sort of thing. You can't... Yes. You don't know where the arm stops and the fleece starts. Incredible. Hours, I mean, absolute hours it took in the, in the, in the chair, if that's the phrase, or on the, on the, on the, on the mat, on the tattooing mat, on the table. Yeah, on the, yes. <laughs> In the, in the sling, or however you, you choose to do it. But, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, when did you first realise that you wanted to be tall? Ooh, um, <laughs> I think 1974. Right. Reaching for biscuits. <laughs> and thinking to myself, do you know what, if I had a few extra inches here, these could all be mine. Mm. Mm. And the dream started there. The dream started there, and by God, it's come true. You still... Uh... I can have any biscuit I want. <laughs> Now, if we could move on from Southampton... Please. Um, ..briefly. Like so many masters of the art, uh, you took your tentative first steps into the world of comedy in a sketch group with some men. And <laughs> Glorious times we had. We were in the, the incredible sketch troupe called um, uh, The Chuffers. The Chuffers. We all remember The Chuffers, don't Who we? Who doesn't remember The Chuffers? I mean, pre-YouTube, sadly, so yeah, luckily, none of it remains. Sadly, and yet luckily, none of our sketches were ever filmed. They no. Were, no, they were considered... Um... Some were etched, weren't they? <laughs> no, the word is racist. Oh, yes, that's right. But, um, but, but yes. Oh, no, I seem sorry, yes. No, some were etched, yes. No, some, some were... Well, some were considered edgy. We thought they were edgy, we were wrong. They were, in fact, just offensive. I don't think there was any, you know... Yes, yes. But there is something about the innocence of youth that gives you an energy, doesn't it? That you don't censor anything. No, that's very true, yes. I, I look back on some of, our, uh, some of our more extraordinary sketch work and think, I wouldn't do that now. Yes, yes. I couldn't do that now. A lot of it, physically, I just couldn't. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of it, I just wouldn't. The Bendy Minstrels. The Bendy Minstrel sketch was... <laughs> I mean, aside, aside from the, the sensitive nature of the makeup, that it was the... <laughs> I think you're right, it was the bendiness that really, you mm. know... It, it put fact, a shelf life on it, well, really. it did, it's it? what led to us splitting up, ultimately. Was, yes, yeah. and that one time splitting open, I think. Yes. <laughs> we became a double act after that, when the, when the third member... The third member on stage at... Uh, mm. was it the, well, the, you were very, very briefly four. Yes. And then... Very, yes, yeah, literally for sort of seconds. And then seconds. the ambulance arrived. <laughs> and then, then we were two, and then, and then, of course, one. Of course, one. And, and uh, where you would create a comedy creation instead of uh, playing multiple different characters. of um, Everyone knows uh, Terry Huggins' Man of Steel. So what was it about the character of Terry Huggins uh, that, that first attracted you to a strong man who could read minds. Well, I've always been a huge fan of the SAS. Great... <laughs> great fan of that. I wanted to join the mm. SAS, but I, I uh, too tall, wasn't that in. Is that right? You can't jump out of an aeroplane at this height. I'd have caught my head, knocked myself out, and landed unconscious, and the rest of the troop would have had to come and revive me, carry me back up to the aeroplane. And, that, and that's mission that, over. That's going to happen on every over. mission. I would have been, I would have been, I would have been a liability. I would have, literally would have been dead weight for the whole team. 
So that was never going to happen. But so I thought the best thing I could then do was pretend to be a man in the SAS on stage. So I got you know all the I got the uniform and the bells and all the things they wear. The bells, yes, yes they, they wear the bells. They do. They wear all those bells. Um, just to make it harder for themselves. They're very dangerous men, the SAS. Yes. What, I mean, what, what's their motto? More bells, please. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> and I, I very much took that to heart. And I thought, yes. if I'm going to be an SAS man on stage, I'm going to be head to toe in bells. I was like a, re- like a sort of really sort mm. of steroided up Morris dancer. And quite um, large bells, so it appeared very like big. you were an appropriate height for the SAS. Yes. Yeah, yes. No, they, they weighed me down knowing I was bent double by the weight of... One of the cast iron bells, I, I came on, going, cast iron bell on my back, leaning it clang loudly. And, uh, I now regret that because I think it was a terrible way to start a show. <laughs> but uh, Terry Huggins, that was the name, wasn't Terry it? Terry Huggins, yes. yes. How, I mean, back how, in the midst of time, how it, we how all. It could escape me, I don't know. It's funny, yeah. you know, because audiences always remember and they we do. can forget, can't don't we? They? We can forget. I had a lot of fun uh, being Terry Huggins year after year. But it was uh, it was it was a difficult act to tour around with the weight and the, the size weight, of the weight bells, the bells. <laughs> all all those bells to carry. And around. you were often very. It was very hard to hear you over the bells. I thought it was yes because they would they would inevitably just continue to ring throughout as you as, as you, I tried to deliver my sort of wry wry monologue about life. Absolutely, and if you stood still enough for the bells to stop, you were so still. It was quite sinister, I thought. And so you started to lose the crowd, so you had to move again. Yeah, and then the bells would go. I mean, I I saw your show, I think, four or five times, and I don't think once I caught a word. It's a shame, because there were some wonderfully nuanced observations about uh, what it meant to be an SAS man in those times, but sadly lost to the sound of big bells. But... But it wasn't all big bells, was it? I mean, you did move on eventually. Yes, I did. Um, and uh, television beckoned. And it beckoned hard. Oh, God, I should say. Yes, I mean, uh, seemingly overnight you appeared in four, five hundred shows. Uh, and it's Phil Whelan's O'Clock, Lee Mack's Comedy Vehicle, and uh, Get Fucked Prime Minister, to name but a few. <laughs> um, is there a role which particularly stands out in that period? Um, I think the, the, the first show you mentioned there, Phil Whelan's O'Clock, yes. which was an astonishing... I don't know if you're aware of the work of Phil Whelan's. He's sort of... Um, oh, well, he's been mentioned on this show before. Oh, has he? Well, gosh, his name I am him. not. No. Right, no. Well, I, 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 would, I could describe him in so many ways. Uh, so many words hardly do him justice. Uh, semaphore would be probably the easiest way to... <laughs> portray very his many flappy, no, he's, he's very flappy very flappy very, very thin flapping man but no it's sort of you know a one man whirlwind dramaturg and the Phil Whelan's O'Clock Show was an extraordinary chaotic mix of Newsnight and Blue Peter and uh, Def Jam if you remember that yes and, uh, any comedy uh, shows or? no not really that was the yeah. problem uh, it, was, it, was, it was quite Howard's Way at one point. It was uh, a brief... Threads, a little bit of threads. A little bit of threads in there, in there. Yes. yeah. No, it was, a, it was a terrifying melange of performance styles. But I, I did... I enjoyed my work with, with, with Phil a lot. Why do they never repeat it? It's never repeated. You know, it's one of those... Yeah, well... Rights I mean, issues, was it? Or? No, it was... I, well, I think the, the, technically the BBC looked back at it over the years and they thought, hmm, it's, it's shit. So we're not going to... As is so often the way. Yeah, isn't we, it? Won't, we won't put it out again. People, you know, you've got to look back at some of these. You know, the word "cult" is often applied to television shows that um, aren't watched by very many people and aren't very good. So it's, it's a really is a cult show. It's a cult, it's a cult show. show. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's a cult show. Um, unlike, of course, the uh, remake of the classic BBC sitcom Misplaced Nostalgia uh, that you were, uh, you were cast in the remake of. Um, yes, yes. As the officious Captain Horlicks. Now, um, how, did, <laughs> how did that come about? Well, I've always, I was a huge fan of the original. Yes. I used to sneak into my parents' bedroom. <laughs> and, then, and then downstairs and again. Then and then I'd go downstairs it. again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I... And I because I, I, God said I'd need something to take my mind off what I'd seen, and so I, so I, I, I turn on the television, and on, on, on would come uh, misplaced nostalgia. Which yes, was, uh, and on would come was name of one of the episodes. On would come, yes. yes that's uh, right. On would come, uh, come onwards was the segment. Yeah, yeah on we right. come, all come together. Every episode had a sort of pun based around the word "come" in the title. Yes, almost the same pun actually. Almost the same. Apart from "Oh, come all you faithful," oh, come which is a Christmas special, and uh, "Come on, feel the noise." Yes, that that was one where um, they. I think that all the all the staff of the um, the uh, shop in which the sitcom was set, which That's was right. of course a um, uh, a. Uh, it was a well. <laughs> It was a milliner's, I think. A milliner's, yes, it was. It was mostly hat-based. It was all hat-based. We had a lot of, lot of great, great hat, hat jokes in it. So, no, but I, I enjoyed the original series hugely. I was a huge, uh, growing up, a huge fan of millinery. So how disappointing was it to be part of the, the remake? Oh, it, no, it was, it was glorious. Glorious? Really? Absolutely glorious. Uh, I didn't get to wear as many hats as I would have liked. No, well, the hat budget seemed small in comparison, I thought. They were a lot cheaper in the 70s. Yes. Sort of, you know, easy come, easy go with hats. Whereas these days, I think because of HD... They have to be. Um, mm. I think hats are just a lot more expensive. You yes. don't really see. I can't think of a single instance where I've seen anyone wearing a hat on television in the last five years. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. No, I can't you think, think of I mean, a single one. You think of the big. You think of the soaps. Does anyone in these stands wear mm. a hat? 
No. No, they used to, didn't they? People, they did. Bill used to wear Mostly, a cowboy hat. In that, fact, it, back in the early days, it was all balaclavas. I yes, mean, they everyone, yeah. And then a hat on top, wasn't yes. it? I mean, they'd really go all out. But not now. No, not Ooh, now. I mean, it's church, all naked church, from the nipples hat. up, really, yeah, isn't it? Not a, hat, not a hat to be seen. No, nothing. It's nothing. just like its budget, isn't it? I, it is, it is, it is. I mean, HBO's got all the hat money, apparently. <laughs> um, yes. Of course, somewhere where they do have money for hats is Hollywood. Oh. And uh, you are a movie star, if I may say, uh, these days. It's a, it's very, you may, you may say. I that. mean, it's an inaccurate term, but yes, you're... I mean, it's, a, it's, 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 it's kindly if a bit, um, if a bit, you know, overstate. Well, no, no, fact, no, I have been in uh, some movies that might have been seen in Hollywood. If that's, that's right, right yes, yeah, definitely, possibly. Definitely. I mean, you were in the uh, the superhero film, The Well Lit Punching Man. That was that's good. right. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. And uh, that uh, period film, what, Hugs and Kisses. Hugs and Kisses. That the one? adaptation of uh, that tissue Emily Bronte once spat in. That yes. was, uh, <laughs> which I thought was very brave to adapt because it was very. Yeah. Nobody had thought to before. I think the problem is when you've got such an ugh. Yes. As that of Emily Bronte. It's all been done to death, hasn't it? So you've really got to dig deep. Oh, well, what you can really you do. adapt? What can you Exactly. Adapt? It's like yeah. Shakespeare, isn't it? You yes. just keep having to find things he discarded because he was ashamed of them. Yeah. And, then, and, 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 and do them in a, drum, the largest venue you can find. Drum some kind of shit yeah. out of it, yes. It was... Hugs and Kisses was... Uh, it's amazing they span 90 minutes out of... Really, some phlegm. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, your your character, um, uh, Albert Shitsticks. <laughs> Thank you. I was I was stretching for the Shitsticks part. Yes. And I, I, in fairness, you never really heard the surname mentioned on screen. It was sort of you know, it, was, it was sort of bracketed. Yes. Now, forgive me for this, but I think you may have borne the brunt of most of the stalling in the script, mm. where you quoted the DNA of the phlegm. Yes. From beginning to end. We were, we were encouraged to improvise. Right. And the director did lean into me at one stage and said, look, really, we're struggling to get more than ten minutes out of this. Has anyone, has anyone got any party pieces? Mm. And, and, so and I, you, of I, course, have memorised the entire I've, human I've memorized, genome. I've memorised the entire human genome, but I was... Uh, I think I was, I, was, I was doing an episode of EastEnders, an awful lot of time to kill in the dressing room, and I thought, well, I might as well make myself useful. Um, and as with all EastEnders dressing rooms, they have a huge amount of biological information on display. In the world. <laughs> so after I'd, 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 learned the, uh, I'd learned the periodic table, and then I, I mastered the human genome. Anyway, that, that's by the by. Yeah. But it ended up in the film, everyone did a turn in it. Yeah. Yes. Emily Watson did a Punch and Judy show. I remember that. Yeah, yes, no, but yes. it, it seemed... Sort of it was anachronistic at the time, but actually, you watch the film, you don't really, you don't really care, do you? Because most people don't, don't stay it's to the end. Unwatchable, really. <laughs> but it's on the CV. It's on the CV, <laughs> and that's what matters. Um, you've played so many enduring characters. Oh. Um, shit sticks being only one of yeah. them. <laughs> do you sometimes forget where Man in Gallery ends and Justin Edwards begins? Oh gosh. Well, certainly with Man in Gallery. Much like dozy policemen, they're, 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 they sort of come to me as such fully rounded characters. Mm. But I have to sort of knock the knock the corners off those round circles. I sure. knock, knock the corners off the circle, David. Yeah, there's which is so a, many corners, and a, that's as hard as it sounds. It that, is. That's why it is. in a lot of ways bloody difficult job. A, cor- a, a circle is all corners, isn't it? <laughs> well, sort of, but it doesn't have one... a single edge. No, it doesn't. I haven't thought of it that way. Yes. Um, anyway, once I've knocked all those off, I'm often sort of left back with, with me as myself. So right. I think, oh, I'll just do it like me. 
And that sounds like an exhausting process. Well, it is. It's, of uh, discarding I'm, everyone who isn't you. Shedding every... every to arrive back at you. Back at myself. Shedding every, every time? Every layer of the onion. It, it is, you know... People don't think actors are brave, but by God we are, David. I mean, the kind oh, of... Oh, I know, you know I know. Well, you know it's I my think, motivation for this series, I really. Think, yes. I mean, I think the, the stress of being a full-time performer would probably uh, kill a normal human being. <laughs> I, I'm surprised it hasn't yet. Yes. Because I can imagine a scenario where an unprepared initiate thinks they can do this for a living. Oh, dear God. And is just stone dead by the end of day one. Absolutely. Can't you? You can oh, see yeah. it happening. As soon as a director just yells cut and goes, oh, they just could you do floor. it slightly differently? Yes, or... They would just whip well, themselves into a powder. Full, they just drop to the floor stone dead. The minute someone says, right, you know... Would you like a coffee? Yes, would you know... <laughs> Or more crucially, oh, sorry, we've only got instant. Something like that. And, oh. and, you know, a lot of people just won't cope. Yes. No, it's true. It's true. And laughter on top of that as well. I'm trying to make people like this laugh. Yes. You know. It is. Have you ever done it? I, I, I mean, it's in my... It's on my bucket list. Yeah. You know. It's on my bucket list. Do you have a bucket list as the things you'd like to do before you buy a bucket? Uh, yes, oh, I've got, I've got at least ten things I'd like to... I mean, it's very low down my list. That's yes. why there's lots of things on yes. mine. But, um, yes, no, I'd love to, I'd love to. They often say that um, funny men, funny men like yourself, Justin, funny men, are, are often broken on the insides. <laughs> Could you describe your insides for us? <laughs> what do they look like? Gelatinous. Yes, yes. Uh, Slightly rumbling at times, mm. um, curdled. Mm. Do you mean sort of physically the description of Maynard's, or perhaps the, the more? No, I mean physically. Remote, yes, uh, no, uh, I mean. Well, I don't know. I imagine. What colour are they? Like a sort of bucket of eels with some ketchup stirred in. I don't. I'm, I'm not a. It's a powerful image. It is. I'm, 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 I'm no doctor, but. I mean, what, what, what would you, how would you describe your innards? Like the walls of a slick labyrinth. <laughs> Yes, actually, that sounds better than a bucket full of eels, doesn't it? I give you that. Well, we're all different, Justin. We all, we're, we're, all, all, we're all different. We're all different. Um, if I could, um, if you would indulge me in a, in a brief game, inevitably there will be a film made of your life. Oh, we all know it. We're just, we're just it, counting the days down. Good God, yes. If I could read out a character list of people who are inevitably in it, could you tell me who you would most like to see playing those characters? Of course. Starting with, of course... Justin Edwards. No, I'm not allowed to play myself, am I? No, no, absolutely not. You will be long dead by the time this gets funded. <laughs> well, my first choice for these things would always be Dean Gaffney. Of course. Because, uh, Who's but, rejoining EastEnders, I think, because oh, well, the maybe, budget's um, gone back up. Yeah. So. He might not be available then. Yes. Um, but no, he would be tremendous. Not only are we absolute dead ringers... <laughs> But I think he's... Uh, he's surprisingly tall, isn't he? Dean he's Gaffney? amazingly tall. And uh, he's extraordinarily versatile range. Mm. Mm. OK, well, what about Justin's wife? Who would play alongside Dean? Who would make a good Mrs Dean Gaffney? Oh, gosh. Well, that's quite something to say, isn't it? Yes. I mean, if I'm long dead, then I reckon Jeanette Cranky will be in her grave by then. <laughs> so... But the things they so can that... do with CGI these days, I mean, I mean, yes, a CGI I Jeanette Cranky would be something we that all would want. be good. They could they could reanimate the corpse of Jeanette Cranky <laughs> using helium balloons and some some batteries. Mm. 
Maybe it seems like an awful effort to go to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. But yes, but, pro- probably that. But let, I, th- I think that's a better avenue to go down than to uh, try and think of actors who are not yet alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, that, that's that seems harder, then, that seems complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and who would play a urinating woman? <laughs> I've already written the screenplay. That's oh, all. Right. This is very specific. Well, in that case, we're a perfect cameo for you. Dave. Thank you very much. <laughs> It's the role I was born to play. <laughs> and finally, who would play uh, Prince Andrew? That's difficult, isn't it? You want... Oh, dear. What are, the, what are the primary characteristics of Prince Andrew, would you say? Well, he's royal. Oh, yes. He always wears the same suit. <laughs> he's apparently dating Kylie Minogue. I read today. Really? I think... So. Is that Andrew? No, that's Edward. No, it's Andrew. Is it Andrew? <laughs> I'd be more Christ. surprised if it was Prince Edward. Prince Andrew's dated Carly Minogue. Yes, yes. Oh, thank God we're having a general election to sort this country out. <laughs> Justin Edwards, thank you for letting us inside you. Welcome. <laughs> Justin Edwards. Thank you for listening to Inside the Comedian with me, your host, David Reed. If you'd like to donate towards our running costs, then... Um, no, it's fine. It, it, it really is fine at the moment. It'll be fine. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.